Inside MLFB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, and welcome to the first Inside MLFB live stream of the season. We're here getting ready. The Jamboree kicks off in 30 minutes. We've got the SGPN beat reporter crew here. Guys, we have football happening tonight. Everyone thinks it starts in a week, but it starts tonight. How's everybody feeling? I mean, it's football. Ecstatic. I'm excited. (laughs) All in on it. This is great. Long anticipated. Long anticipated. There we go. So we'll just kind of go around the horn. Everybody talk a little bit about your teams and everything. Matthew, how are you feeling about the Armada? Talk to us. What are you seeing? What are you watching? What do you want to see tonight? Yeah, I think one of the things that I'm excited about is just watching the sort of offense that their team's going to be running. I mean, one of the things uh, their head coach and uh, longtime uh, and the offensive coordinator as well, you know, he's he's run multiple offenses. He's run option heavy offenses. He's a disciple of bill Walsh. So there's that West coast offensive influence. So I'm interested in, they have a lot of very multifaceted players uh, lining up at quarterback, obviously with Fulford, uh, you know, from Mount union being one of them, but uh, you know, a lot of those players can run and pass. So I'll be interested to see the sort of run pass options that are going to be run by that offense. Interested in seeing that. And the other thing that the Armada have that I'm really fascinated is, uh, you know, some of those skill wide receivers, they just have a bunch of guys who all had really solid collegiate careers and all have pretty good size, maybe not elite speed. Uh, but, you know, you, you really do go down that roster. And, uh, you know, for me, someone uh, someone like Melvin Vaughn from Old Dominion University really stuck out. A guy who can be used, I think, just as an offensive weapon, six foot two, 233 pounds, big guy, big target uh, for quarterbacks in the red zone looking to move the chain. So just interested to see how they're going to use some of these different pieces uh, on offense uh, tonight. I mean, and there was a whole lot going on while I was at camp. You know, let's just, you know, the offense was very multiple. They were doing a whole lot, and it looked like they were trying to get out and they were moving. You know, lots of people, you know, there's a lot being made of the 25-second play clock where things are going to be moving, 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 which is going to have the offenses moving at that pace and at that tempo. And they were definitely working to get Fields and Fulford those work in space, but don't count out George Bowens. George got out in space a few times and just absolutely, I mean, you weren't expecting him to get that many yards, but he had like deceptive Ryan Fitzpatrick speed out there on the edge. So, uh, Chase, yeah. what are you looking for with the attack tonight? I, I want to see just this massive collection of, of dynamite players at the skill positions and kind of see who may, who, you know, who maybe rises to the top. I, uh, there's a trio of wide receivers that I all think could just be excellent in the MLFB, starting with uh, Akil Greer uh, from uh, St. Augustine, who if the ball is in the air, it's his. Uh, he, he can just go up and get it and take it away. And then, book, you know, bookending on the opposite side of the formation, he's probably going to have Jamari Hester, uh, 6'6", 205, another player that looks like 
you know, could be just be dangerous in the passing attack. Uh, you got Damon Sheehy Giuseppe, which is easily the funnest name to say in the NLFB. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of information from him in college. And then he just pops up, you know, on the sports center top 10, returning a punt for a touchdown in, in NFL preseason. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a good team uh, quarterback play. Jalen Jones, uh, Keel Greer's teammate. Uh, his highlight tape is another one that really pops. He looks really dangerous in the RPO game. You talk to him and he tells you he wants to be a pass first sort of quarterback. But if things break down, he can most definitely use those legs. So he's going to be dangerous in the RPO game. They're really strong up the middle with the offensive line. Uh, local kid, went to the same high school as me here in, in Arkansas, Jaden Sally, uh, a proud North Little Rock High School charging Wildcat. Um, great, great footwork, great pulling guard. Uh, and on defense, my Lord, Alexis Ramos. Remember that name. Everyone say it with me, Alexis Ramos. This guy's pressure personified. Uh, a big fish, small pond kind of situation where he he's your prototypical edge rusher, maybe a little bit undersized. And that's, uh, you know, why why he's gotten passed over before. But I think people are going to know the name after this season. I mean, and just talking about that attack offense, you brought up Sheehy Giuseppe and he's just he was all over the field making plays. He got the ball in his hands in space and he made stuff happen. Kill Greer, definitely that contested catches, but also at quarterback, you know, You've got Lucas O'Connor, who had just a masterful command of the offense from day one. He looked sharp. He looked crisp in the short and intermediate game. Oh, boy, let me tell you, that defense got out and beat up on that offense at times, and it was scary to see. Right? It was just so much pressure, and I'm really excited to see what it looks like going against another team with that defensive line. I really think that that could be a big thing coming together. So uh, we'll head on down. We'll uh, go to, up to Marcus Anderson covering the Ohio Force. Marcus, what you looking for tonight, man? Well, the main thing I'm looking forward to with this Ohio team is the rushing attack, this running game. That Because I, I expect this offense to be like a true Big Ten offense. I mean, with Bill Conley being the head coach from Ohio State. And then also with this offensive coordinator on Mitch Brown. I did a lot of background uh information on Mitch Brown and the offensive coordinator. I mean, knowing that he was once the patrol, he once patrolled one of the best Russia attacks in all of the country back in the early 2000s, Minnesota Gophers, back when they had Marion Barber, Lawrence Maroney, and also that was just the best Russia attack in the country at the time. And also with these two guys, he's going to have Sharon Carries with Christian Turner and Demario McCall. Demario McCall is more of like a multi- multi-talented back uh, he could he could come out the backfield catch a couple passes run some real routes and he also got a looseness and quickness and also score a lot of touchdowns even though he didn't lot, get a lot of time at Ohio State a five-star All-American coming out of high school and the only time he had PT he had was like in garbage time when the team was like up at 30 points or more and also um and also uh, the quarterback, Nick Watson from Tiffin, and also he's a, another dual-threat quarterback. I expect this, once again, be a Big Ten offense, a true Big Ten offense with a dual-threat quarterback like Nick Watson. Uh, score like uh, 33 touchdowns through the air and then 27 on the ground. Bill Conley might make him his Troy Smith of this Ohio Force offense. And also the defensive side, the linebacking core might be the best in all of Major League football. And, Unfortunately, we won't see Aaron Tiller tonight. I, I was looking forward to see him. Um, he was a he was a pass rush specialist over at South Southwestern State. I mean, especially seeing this 
game film against Georgia, one sack and a couple tackles. I mean, he also back in college, he had this Dwight Freeney like spin move that worked every time. It, it, it worked to perfection, but we will see Terry Whittington, who is great win for for outside linebacker, great vert, and also a great pass rusher as Aaron Tiller. And also the two men in the middle, uh, Tristan Vance and also um, and also Tervante Beckett, which is, like I said, might be the best linebacker core in all Major League football. And also, I expect this, what Bill Conley is building here is resembling the football you see down in Columbus during Saturdays in the fall, Ohio State football. And I expect that tonight. Oh, yeah. Bill Conley, you know, Bill Conley and Mitch Browning both have that team humming, you know, and you talked about Nick Watson there, and he he's looked good. Also, Connor Kagan looked very good. And although Mitch Browning, known for that rushing attack with Minnesota, the thing I heard Mitch Browning say over and over and over again when I was talking to him was, we're going to throw the ball more. We need to throw the ball more. We have these weapons. We have these guys. We need to push it, you know. So with two quarterbacks like that, and you got NFL talent out wide with a guy like Alonzo Russell. That's just huge. You know, Alonzo Russell, spring football veteran, NFL veteran, big physical guy. And he was someone who was out there, you know, working routes with the younger guys after force practice ended. It was like 930 on like the second day of camp and Alonzo Russell's out there working routes with the young guys. So that was really good to see. And now we're going to take it down to the coast with our host city, Savannah covering the airborne savannah what are you looking for out of alabama tonight so i think what everyone else is looking out for is our defense because i mean we have coach glanville and who better to have as a defensive coach than um jerry glanville but i'm also looking forward to our offense um i think they're very underestimated with the talent that we have and i think the scariest part of the airborne um is the versatility so we have a lot of guys in every position that can easily fill a different role. Coach needs them somewhere else, they're there. Um, I've said it before, EJ Labaz, he is a very versatile player. You know, he said he can run different things. He can do whatever the coach tells him. He can be where he needs to be. And I think that's what's kind of, we have someone at all times. So if something happens, if they get, if they get hurt, we have a backup and another and another and another. And they're all talented. I don't know. I'm excited to see the lineup. I'm excited to see how they play together Um, because, of course, they're all talented, but I want to see them as a team. Unfortunately, I didn't get to go to training camp, so I'm ready to actually see them on the field with each other. Um, I mean, we've been watching all their films separate, and I'm seeing how they play with their teammates. I don't know how they play with people. We have Prince Iwara from the NFL. We have people from USFL, CFL, XFL. We have people from all levels of football coming out to play and i just think it's going to be really exciting to see how they play together and how they can help each other and i mean we have jimmy robinson he can run a 428 like that is unreal and we have a lot of speed we have a lot of size uh more speed than size i will say but i'm really excited to see how our offense plays out we've been hearing a lot of buzz about the defense but i'm pretty pumped up to see the offense you actually have the player that I'm most excited to see in action uh, in, in the MLFB is uh, uh, Tavis Taylor uh, mm-hmm. from from no, no, from not that Notre Dame, Notre Dame in Ohio, <laughs> who racked up what is it? I want to say 100, we'll say 1,013 yards and 12 touchdowns in five games. Mm-hmm. At, I want to see this dude. He's not a even a full season. Who, yeah, he was a humpback whale in a kiddie pool. I want to see what he does <laughs> in the big leagues. Yeah, yeah so. we have a lot of talent. 
Yeah, so man, you're definitely right about your defense. It's definitely so one to look out for, especially with Jerry Glanville. You know his reputation he had during his time in the NFL with the grid splits defense, the Falcons, mm-hmm. and also the Oilers, his time with the Oilers, the House of Pain, and that 91 Falcons team. He definitely built a great reputation, a defensive mastermind. So definitely your defense is definitely one to look out for. Oh, absolutely. And I know Glanville talked about it all last week at practice. He was making mention of he wanted more intensity, more intensity, more intensity every day. And granted, I didn't get to see any padded practices, but I understood that the guys have strapped it up the last couple of days. So we'll see how they do today. Full pads. These aren't your teammates now, so you're a little less worried about hurting them. So we'll see what the intensity looked like tonight, especially, you know, Savannah, what kind of crowd do you think we're going to see down there in Mobile? in person for this i i've gone back and forth with this but there's nothing that alabama as a state loves more than football and i mean that it's like football sweet tea everything else under like we love football we don't care if it's a peewee team we're gonna be there we're gonna be in that stadium we're gonna get us a hot dog and we're gonna watch the game but i think because of all of these names and how much we're actually getting the word out there i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna surprise us honestly i think what we're expecting, I think it's going to be higher than that. We love football. Who doesn't? I mean, I don't know that everyone was expecting anybody to show up to the Jamboree, but they all they must have had enough interest coming because they went all out. They were getting food trucks. They were going the whole nine yards trying to get folks in. And mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, it just seems like they're all aboard this train here. You know, who oh, yeah. doesn't who oh, doesn't yeah. want to see all this stuff happening? Our local news station too. They're they're eating it up. They're broadcasting it. Well, they get to talk to Jerry Glanville, so yeah, I, of course, I, I, of course. I need it up too. If I get to talk to Jerry Glanville every day, send me. But it's yeah. a great. I mean, what makes it so exciting is it's such a great combination of things. You know, Savannah talked about it. Marcus talked about it. You know, players from the NFL who have that experience, who have some of that name recognition, mixed with kids who are coming in from smaller schools who may just have gotten overlooked. You know, there are a bunch of players on the Armada. A couple of teammates actually coming out of Division Two Shadron State, who are both uh, wide receivers and both pretty good ball players, and so it's an opportunity for them to get some visibility, for them to develop, and so it's exciting to see players that the casual fan might actually remember. Uh, you know, somebody. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I grew up in that area, and the player Elijah Qualls, uh, who was on the Super Bowl champion team for the Eagles, is actually a defensive tackle for the Armada. So, you know, there are some of that name recognition that you get. The casual mm-hmm. fan is excited about, but then you get to see these kids develop, and that's really the name of the game. And uh, that's one of the things I'm excited about to see with this Armada coaching staff. This Armada coaching staff has a lot of like Division II small school experience where development is the name of the game they're not getting five-star four-star recruits coming in they're getting these kids who have been overlooked and they develop them into pro ready prospects that's one of the things that really amazed me about defensive coordinator dennis crehan is how much he's been able to turn small school players into nfl prospects and so that's something i'm really excited to see just over the span of the uh over the span of the season how they're able to progress and mature and get better from game one to game four it was really, I mean, it was encouraging seeing the amount of small school players who were on these rosters, especially when you consider like looking at the USFL, how much of a premium that they put on pro experience. So you saw a lot of players who had had spent a couple of years on the practice squad. You know, the, now you're seeing people who are coming out fresh from college who, who are going in to put, you know, things on tape and just kind of keep the dream alive. So, yeah, I, I love the, the small school element of these guys actually getting out there and getting their shot. 
Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet 50, win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Bet $500 on sports or casino before July 31st, 2022. Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries allowed. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick. When you're streaming media, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take back your privacy with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. Listen, we've all been a little short of cash sometimes, and hindsight is always 2020. Maybe you can't change the past. But what if you could get a little help from your future self? Maybe you'd ask for a little cash. Now you can with Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member FDSE. Just remember, future you will thank you. I mean, and we've just seen it top to bottom. Like the small school guys have been balling out. They've talked about it time and again, how they're excited to show their show what they can do against bigger D1 talent, NFL caliber guys. And that's really, you know, the biggest thing is like, you have all these teams, you have all these players coming together and they, it's now a good measuring stick because you have NFL talent like Prince uh, Eroa, I think. I always butcher that one. Um, it's just a few too many 
a hot syllables in there. Alonzo Russell, you know, you have NFL caliber guys on the field. So you get to say, okay, can this guy do it against NFL mm-hmm. competition? And that's what these guys are all real excited for. It's what they've been excited for top to bottom. Yeah. And the coaching and, staff brings, oh, I'm sorry, Savannah, go ahead. No, I'll be quick. Um, and we know that um, Chase Forcade actually plays very top level when he's playing up. If he's playing a team and he sees a challenge, he's going to, he takes it and he runs with it literally. So, I mean, I'm excited to see how he plays playing up to these other guys and these hot shots that you guys also have. Yeah. And I, I was just going to say, it's going to be interesting. You know, a guy like D'Angelo Fulford, who's a quarterback for the Armada 27 and 0 regular season quarterback in his college career, never lost a game for a division three powerhouse Mount union, uh, you know, and was just, you know, an offensive player of the year every year he was a starter. And so it's going to be interesting to see kind of how does he step up to go against some of these bigger time players and uh, and the coaching staffs across the board have NFL experience. So they know what they need to see, too. They know what is necessary to get these guys to that next level. And, and that's what these kids are looking for is tell me what to do to get to that next level. And those guys who take the coaching, they're going to be the ones who really produce and develop the best. But the other thing is, is we do have some younger coaches who are getting that first shot or coaches who have been passed over too. you know, we look at, we talked about the attack earlier. We've got Ernest Wilson, head coach, you know, per, perennial guy working at smaller schools, um, you know, and he's getting an opportunity and he's really had a chance to showcase what he knows and putting in a familiar air raid scheme for all of these quarterbacks. Chase, you got anything you're thinking about or want to add there? Well, I mean, if you look back at Ernest Wilson's history uh, is how well he has done in brand new professional football leagues. I'm thinking uh, specifically of like the uh, uh, indoor football league and uh, was it AF2, which was uh, the arena football league. Like he has the experience of being not only the coach, but also the general manager uh, of these squads and putting together teams that have made the playoffs uh, at that level. Uh, just the coaching staff as a whole, uh, development, 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 great developers of players. Uh, Darius Bell. Oh, man. I, Darius Bell is a super coaching superstar uh, in, in the making, in my opinion, with their their defensive coordinator uh, who has turned uh, some defensive backs into just all-conference performers at UTEP and other schools. And then Bernard Holsey, the defensive line coach. Uh not a lot of you know coaching info on him, but that's because he's been the head coach of a uh, high school team in Wisconsin. I had to do some digging, but I found that this team had not put anybody into college ball for about 12 years. And then Bernard Holsey took over and then started getting teams into, you know, different uh, Division II, Division three teams. A couple, yeah, was it Whitewater, uh, Wisconsin Whitewater, which is usually a, uh, a Division three powerhouse, but started, you know, a team that also hadn't won for a couple of years. And I think they just came off of like a, you know, playoff appearance and 10 win plus season. So a really impressive guy and a really impressive developers with, uh, with Arkansas tag. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Matt, anything you're looking to see out of the defensive staff there in Virginia? I mean, I know you talked about the offensive staff. What about on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, one of the things I'm ex- excited about is they, the defensive staff really likes to use kind of, multiple players that can play multiple positions and so and and to kind of constitute players who can be a little bit of rovers so i'm thinking in particular a player like mj hampton who's a safety but also has played some inside linebacker experience played for uh actually the defensive backs coach uh when 
they overlapped during his time at James Madison. And this was a James Madison team that won the FCS uh, title that year that he was playing there. So, you know, huge, uh, you know, really a big time player. And, you know, it seems like a player who is best used in that rover position, kind of can freelance, can figure things out. So I'm interested to see how they deploy some of this defensive talent. Another player like Alex Thomas, uh, very interested to see, you know, is he a safety? Is he a corner? He was a lockdown corner in college, uh, but he is a little bit longer and, and he might be able to, you know, again, play multiple positions in that secondary or certainly allow them to disguise some coverages on the back end. So excited to see how they do this. And then more than anything, I'm interested in, they have such a strong, I think they have a pretty strong defensive line with a lot of experience. Uh, I mentioned Elijah Qualls earlier, but they have other really nice players. Shockey Holiness uh, is a, a player that I'm excited to see. Savion Williams is another player I'm excited to see there. And so it's going to be, you know, how do you generate pressure with just the front four? Or do you have to commit additional rushers to generate pressure on the quarterback? So traditionally, that defensive staff likes to just generate pressure with the front four, let them set the edge uh, in the run game as well. So I'll be interested to see how much they have to deviate from that potentially uh, to generate a pass rush. All right. So we heard about that. Uh, Marcus, anything else you think we should be looking for out of the force tonight? I mean, we talked about the offense. We talked about the defense. You know, anything, any deep cuts that you're hoping to see happen on the field for Ohio? Oh, yeah, also the receiving core of the Ohio Force, like Kwan Ross and also Dez Stewart. And also, the also he was a Belinda Carver Award finalist back in 2007 out of Toledo. I forgot his name, can't be called, but also but overall the receiving core of this Ohio Force team. I, I mean, it's a dynamic receiving core, especially Dez Stewart, who was like a two-time conference All-American out down in Old Dominican University, where Bill Conley was – head coach during during that time as well and made him an All-American. And he's real dynamic, return kicks, and is real dynamic, especially after the catch, play, made plenty of catches, of a dynamic receiver overall. But also, Kayvon Ross also has some time in the NFL, some time in SEC football with Kentucky, and a very tall receiver, almost like a Plasco Burris. He even was transferred to the tight end position in the NFL for the Cincinnati Bengals, even though he was just on the practice squad. Same with Des Stewart, but also very dynamic route runners and they're very dynamic uh, possession receivers. And not, yeah, overall the pass attack, like you like you mentioned earlier, Adam, uh, Mitch Browning is already playing on that. We got to throw the ball more and we, got, we just got to throw the ball more. And also overall, I'm just looking forward to this offense. I'm, Pretty much, this is going to be a dynamic offense, an explosive offense, and defenses should be looking out for this Ohio Force offense, pretty much. Yeah. So, um, just in case anybody missed it, uh, so what this is going to be, it's going to be 10 plays for the offense against the set defense. So, uh, we'll see who we got starting off, but you're going to go 10, 10, 10, 10. Then you're going to switch. You're going to do it again. So, you're going to have every offense going against every defense. So we're going to have 30 offensive and defensive plays per team to close out, you know, um, and some special teams reps in there. So it's going to be interesting to see how they work in. It'll be particularly interesting to watch some of these rotations. Um, I know everybody here is going to be paying attention and going to have, you know, something out after this later tonight just to talk about what we saw. Um, you know, guys, 
all you guys are local, you know, what's the buzz like in your cities around these teams? You know, what are, what are folks saying? You know, are you starting to hear some stuff about this? What's, what's going on locally? I feel like I could say the streets are bubbling, but I also rarely leave my home or see the sun. Um, so <laughs> no, I see, you know, I, it's I, on the old Twitter sphere on the Twitter machines. I, I see a lot of local people who are, who are getting fired up. I also see uh, even people who are, are in like the, the Memphis area, you know, not necessarily right here located in, in central Arkansas that are pretty excited about the, about the Arkansas attack. You have to consider that the university of Arkansas has taken, we used to get three games at War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock every year, and they used to be really good football games. And now we get one really just kind of shitty one uh, each season. You don't even so, get one this year, do you? Didn't they say they weren't playing this year in Little Rock? Probably. It breaks my heart. That was the Chase looks really sad now. This, <laughs> is, this is the sad Chase meme t- that comes t- on t- this broadcast. Uh, just... <laughs> No, but I'll say, you know, for uh, for the Virginia team, I'll say, you know, I've had people reaching out to me on social media from down in that Williamsburg, you know, Tidewater area who are interested in learning more information, you know, who are contacting me about players they're excited about and contacting me about, you know, opportunities to go to the stadium, things like that, like where they can get tickets and that sort of thing. So definitely there's a buzz on social media and, uh, you know, that Tidewater, that Virginia Tidewater area, Williamsburg is known for producing a lot of athletic talent, uh, whether that is Michael Vick, whether that is Allen Iverson. Uh, that is an area that is rich with talent. And so there's a lot of excitement about any type of sports in that area. So uh, just going to be excited to get down there for coverage, get out of the D.C. Beltway and get down get down there to a better place. I'm just imagining people from Colonial Williamsburg tweeting at you. How dare yeah. you say that? Yeah. <laughs> do, they, do they have to send the tweet via Carrier Pigeon to yes. Twitter headquarters? Yeah. Right exactly. I'm just, I'm right. This this tweet machine. Uh, Savannah, what about you? What are you seeing? Virginia? I mean, I've said it once. I'll say it again. It's just they're just like football, you know, whatever it is. And it's like it's not even just the Mobile area. It's all of the states, somebody from ev- anywhere uh, that doesn't even, it could be up in Huntsville, you know, and they're just like, so what is, what's this league about? Is it actually happening? Is it, you know, kind of the discrepancies people have about semi-professional, but now that they see it's actually happening, we have a scrimmage tonight. We're about to play our first game. Everyone is hyped. Like, and even if they don't have loyalty to a certain team, I saw people on Twitter that were picking out by colors of jerseys just because they want to be a part of it. Um, and things like that. So I think everyone's just getting excited for this league because it's actually taking taking flight. But fly airborne. I've right. been in there. So Marcus, take us through this. And uh, they're starting early. They're you know getting us getting us going already. Yeah, we got that. We got the force and the attack on the field. The force offense against the attack defense. Oh, yeah, so yeah Marcus, that means once, once I put out the schedule, I had so many people treating me about about where they're playing, where where can I get tickets at. I had so many tweets about that. And also, I'm, this is absolutely a football town. Just I, I mean, maybe more than Alabama, but this is definitely a football town, a home of the dog pound, home of the horseshoe. I mean, we probably not countless numbers of players in the NFL still playing right now for Marshall Lattimore, Akeem Talib, Tegan, and also even Hall of Famers like Charles Woodson, Fremont, Ohio. So, yeah, without question, this is probably one of the biggest football towns in the entire, in all the nation. All right. Awesome. Well, y'all excited to do this. We're going to let everybody go here so everybody can focus in on the stream. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll have reaction from all these guys in written form later tonight. 
Uh, only big news coming up. You know, we've been told we're hearing that there should be an announcement very soon about a broadcast deal. So everybody, fingers crossed that that comes through in the near future. Everyone enjoy the scrimmage and uh, thanks for tuning in. Nova.